Hi, this is Sammy Smiles, and I'm your host, Sammy Vance. This podcast is sure to leave you inspired and with a smile. Now let's get right into it. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to this week's episode of Sammy Smiles. I'm your host, Sammy Vance, and today I'm here with Sarah Goody. She is a 16-year-old teen climate activist, and she is passionate about raising um, climate um, change awareness and empowering youth to act for their future. I honestly think she is super amazing, and she's done so much at a young age. Um, So we met recently through social media and we just kind of like cross paths. And I think that it's really cool because we have both been able to, um, I guess, support each other on what we do. So we also are both recipients of the Eco Hero Award, our Action for Nature Eco Hero Award, and most recently the Diane Award. So thank you so, so much for being here. Yeah, thank you so much for having me, Sammy. Excited to chat with you today. Yeah, no problem. So. First, can you tell us a little bit about Climate Now and why you wanted to start it? Like what age and stuff? Mm -hmm. So I started Climate Now when I was in eighth grade and I learned about climate change in sixth grade and really took that time from sixth grade to eighth grade to learn more about this issue of climate change to get involved with organizations. But by that time I was in eighth grade, I said, I I know what I want to do. I want to start an organization that educates young people. So I went out there and I did it. And now Climate Now is a youth-led organization that focuses mainly on educating youth about this issue of climate change and giving them the specific resources and opportunities to go out and make a difference in their own communities. So we mainly do this through speaking to students at schools. We've worked with upwards of 10,000 youth at schools and spoken to 70 plus K through 12 schools from across the world. And you know, it means so much to me because the place that I learned about climate change was in my sixth grade science class. So I'm able to give back and really, you know, start that hopefully that climate journey for so many young people all over the world. Yeah, I think that's really cool. Also that you were able to learn about it in sixth grade because I'm in sixth grade now and we haven't really talked much about it. I'm hoping we will like at the, towards the end of the year because we haven't gotten there yet, but I feel like it is definitely something that people need to be taught more of because I think that it is really important to take action and awareness of that. So I think what you're doing is really amazing. Thanks. And I think education really starts at these young ages and we need to, you know, identify that there's so much untapped potential in our young people and through educating youth about this issue of climate change, you know, we can start raising the next generation of environmental stewards and humanitarians. Yeah. And I love that. So um, I am a huge fan of the musical Hamilton, and even though I haven't been able to see it in person on actual Broadway, I hope to someday, but I have seen an actual Broadway show on Broadway in person. Um, and I heard that you started something called Broadway Speaks Up, so can you tell us a little bit about what that is? So in 2020, when Broadway went dark due to COVID, I saw this opportunity to combine these two things that I love. And that first one is 
musical theater. Uh, ever since I was, I think, at elementary school, theater was a huge part of my life. Like you, I'm a huge, just, you know, Hamilton fan and kind of Broadway super nerd. So I, I saw this opportunity to, you know, collaborate with Broadway performers and still speak up for this, you know, issue of climate justice and climate awareness. So I started an Instagram platform called Broadway Speaks Up, which has worked with over 50 Broadway performers to bring attention to the climate movement and to show people all over the world virtually that they can still make a difference even when we're in, you know, a, a kind of a time of crisis or, you know, in a global pandemic. Yeah, and I think that's really cool. Um, even though this isn't Broadway, I'm super happy that um, even though it's the time of COVID, I'm still able to do a play at our school, but it's virtual. So it's we're doing it over Zoom and that's pretty cool. <laughs> that sounds fun. What play yeah. are you doing? Um, it's called Virtually Ever After and um, it's like a bunch of fairy tales, but virtual on Zoom. And I just think that's really cool because um, it's still giving an opportunity for people because I was sad. I'm going into, I was, this is my first year in middle school and I wasn't sure if I were was able to um, participate in much stuff, but I'm happy that I'm still able to. Uh, yeah, I'm so glad that you're able to. And even though it's not the same as being in person, I think it's still great to connect with people. And I'm, I'm sure that must be hard going into middle school virtually. Um, but I hope that it's treating you well and that you're still able to connect with people at your school. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's so much fun. So for the next question or um, statement, I also heard that you were vegan. So what made you lead or what led you to that choice? And what is the hardest and easiest part about that? It was around that same time that I learned about what climate change is that I learned what veganism is and what plant based eating is. And I realized just how much of an impact our, you know, dietary choices have on the environment. Each time we eat a meal, you know, three times a day, every day of the week, every day of the year. So I started to see those kind of intersections of veganism and plant-based eating and also of those effects on our environment of the uh, factory farming industry. So I went out and I said, you know, hey, I'm going to try to eat more plant-based. And over time, I started to go vegan. And, you know, I think that there's this kind of stigma or a lot of people think that veganism is this scary thing or it's this super, you know, uh, elite community that you have to be so involved 24 seven, you can never screw up. You have to be kind of like a perfectionist when it comes to what you're eating. And I think that that, you know, stops a lot of people from going out there and just switching their habits and trying to go vegan or go plant-based because you don't have to be perfect to be a vegan. You can, you know, even if you're not vegan, if you're eating less meat one day a week, that's still having an impact on our environment and on the animals. So I, I really just encourage anyone out there to just start thinking about this idea of plant-based eating and to go out and to maybe start adjusting a little bit of their daily you know, diet every day and trying to see how they can reflect their passion for the environment and the food that they eat. I love that. Yeah. So this is a really important question. If I eat cheese pizza morning, noon, and night every day, would that be considered vegan? <laughs> No, actually, so veganism is this idea that 
we don't eat any animal products at all. So that means no cheese, no dairy, no eggs, um, no gelatin. So that's something that you find in like gummy bears, which I was like, what? How is there like animals in gummy bears? That does not make sense. Um, but there's so many different products that have animal products in it. So I think just being aware of that is kind of the first step of, you know, helping the environment is just seeing what goes into the food that you eat. And sometimes that's not even, you know, animal products. It could be things like palm oil or how your food is packaged. Is there plastic, you know, that's packaging your food? So just, just being cognizant and I think understanding, you know, how not only your diet, but everything you do affects the environment. Well, yeah, I actually didn't think about it that way. And I didn't realize that. So <laughs> I'm definitely gonna start being more cautious about what I eat, uh, thanks to you. <laughs> Um, okay, so I love to meet new people in my project like you, and I like to help other people. What is your favorite, like I know that you have a few projects, so what is your favorite part all in all about everything? I think it's really similar to what you just said. It's connecting with other people and especially with young people like you. I think my favorite memories and my favorite experiences have been talking to kids, talking to people my own age, and really just having these conversations about our planet and about how we can make a difference in the world. Because young people are so powerful. I mean, just look at what both of us are doing. We are changing the world. And I know that we both have so many other friends in this, you know, youth climate and youth movement of activists. So it's been so cool getting to meet other young people like me and like you who are out there and changing the world. And I think that's really been my favorite part of, you know, everything that I've done. Yeah, it's the exact same with me. Um, yeah. <laughs> so before we get on to the rapid fire round, do you have anything else you would like to say or add on to this? You know, uh, one thing I would mention is that my organization is hosting a webinar series this Earth Day and throughout April to help young people learn about climate change. So if anyone is a young person or has young people in their life, make sure to go ahead and check that out at climatenow.solutions webinar and hope to see you there. We're going to talk about all things environment and sustainability and it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I will most definitely check that out and yeah. hope everyone else does too, because I'm sure it's going to make a huge impact on this world. So um, now for the rapid fire round, I'm just going to ask you a few questions, then you'll answer with the first thing that comes to mind. Awesome. So for the first one, what's your favorite food? You know, I'm going to say pie, because I don't think anything makes me happier than pie. Um, I, yeah, that's my answer. <laughs> Uh, so what's your favorite color? I think most people would think it's pink based on how my room looks, but it's actually blue or lavender, one of the two. I like teal and aqua. Oh, nice. So um, what's your favorite animal? Mm, gosh, this is hard. Wait. Ah, um, oh, a sloth. A sloth. A hundred percent. A sloth. Yes. Um, <laughs> So, um, would you rather be able to talk to animals or speak every language? Talk to animals. That, I don't think anything would be a greater superpower than to talk to animals. I think that's, that's, that's the best one out there. <laughs> so, would you rather have a rewind or pause button on life? I'm going to go with a pause button. 
Nice. So that was it for the rapid fire round. But for the last few questions, um, where can everyone find you on social media? Sure. So you can follow me on Instagram at sarah.goody4. I'm also on Twitter and Facebook and LinkedIn. So all of those are the same. And, you know, feel free to go ahead and DM me or uh, talk and connect. I'm always happy to, you know, discuss all things uh, environment and empowerment and activism. And, you know, if anyone ever is looking for help on a project that they're working at or just wanting to know how they can change the world, I'm always here. And you can also visit my website sarah-goody.com awesome so make sure to follow her because and follow her journey because i'm sure she has made a huge impact on the world and will continue to so for the last question that i ask all my guests what is something that makes you smile you you make me smile oh my gosh um following your work and being here today with you that that's what absolutely makes me smile today Oh my gosh, thank you so much. You make me smile all the time, 24-7. Um, so thank you so much for joining me and thank you everyone for watching this. Remember that you don't just have been built to make difference. You could be a kid too. I hope that this makes you smile. Bye.